is going on, my degenerates? How are you guys doing today? Got a special episode for you. I have a guest on. You're gonna you're gonna love this conversation. It was a great hang. A guy we're definitely gonna have on again. The video is up on our Game On YouTube channel. Go check that out if you want to watch the video. Make sure to subscribe and hit the like button to help feed the algorithm. Thank you. But this is going to be the audio recording from that. Just want to say, uh, give you guys a heads up of what we're doing this week. If you haven't already, go check out the Patreon page, patreon.com slash gameonpodcast. Become a patron. Not only are you going to be supporting what we're doing here uh, with the podcast, the show, everything like that, you're going to be getting free picks, extra content. You're going to get a free month of full premium picks um, and some educational stuff that I'm going to be posting out here uh, this week as well. And tonight I am releasing my early look at this weekend's for March Madness pick. So you'll get that as well. So go to patreon.com slash game on podcasts, join, and you will, it'll be worth it. Just trust me on that one. And yeah, so this week I'm going to be working on that. I'm going to be releasing that. I'm going to do a video probably solo sometime this week, breaking down all the picks this weekend. And I will put that in podcast form as well. And we'll probably at some point I'm gonna I'm gonna have Chris Farley on and maybe we'll if we have time this week we'll break down a UFC event big fights this weekend the heavyweight championship Francis Nagano versus Stipe it's gonna be fun lot to look forward to but today's podcast this episode you're gonna enjoy it my guy Mike at major underscore plays with a Z it was a fun time can't wait to work with them in the future especially in football season but without further ado here's that interview all right welcome back to another episode of the game on show game on podcast for those of you new you can get it at game on on my youtube channel or anywhere where you get your podcast apple spotify stitcher we're on iHeartRadio. i have a special guest for you guys today I've been following him a little bit. He had ours, uh, our, our good buddy, uh, the Odds Father, on uh, a couple weeks ago, and I watched their show. I like their show. I like what they're doing uh, over there, and it's interesting. And I like to bring you guys interesting people. So Mike, or he goes by at Major underscore Plays with a Z on Twitter. Mike, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Will. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for having me. It's my first interview ever. So. Uh... Ah. I, I love it, man. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. We're glad to have you. So what I what I do here on this show is I like to bring on interesting people. I'm trying to build what I've been building with the podcast and, and the following is a group of people where it's not just me giving people picks. I want to bring on smart people like yourself, interesting uh, bettors, because there's all different ways to place bets and make make a profit in betting. Whether you're good at, you know, straight bets, whether you're good at football versus basketball versus college versus pro, there's so many different ways. So I like to bring on interesting people and kind of just talk sports and let the audience, you know, instead of me telling them how to bet, let them listen to everyone and kind of see what they like. I love it, man. I, I absolutely love that. Uh, I, I'm used to being in your side of, of things, hosting the show. So this is definitely interesting for me. Thank you for considering me an interesting person. I'd yeah. like to think that I am, you know, <laughs> but uh, yeah, this is I like to, when I, <laughs> Yeah, when I when, when I saw you on when you invited uh, uh, Nick on the odds father, I, I watched that whole show and I was like, I like you. Know, you seem like a good hang. And I'm like, let's let's see if he wants to come on. And so tell my audience about yourself. Tell, tell them about your show. Tell them about uh, your Twitter handle, everything. 
For sure, yeah. So uh, we started about uh, last October, November-ish. We started with doing NFL podcasts um, and at major plays. Uh, Funny story about how uh, the name came about. I was actually saying this on my show, uh, Betting in the Trenches, this morning. Um, I don't know. Have you ever watched How I Met Your Mother? Yes. Okay, so do you remember the inside joke that Robin and uh, Ted had when people would go, ma- like, they would say, like, major loss or major this or major that, and they would go, major this to each other? Yes. So I had just got done finishing that series, and I was sitting in my 9-to-5 job coming up with, trying to come up with names. And, you know, play is like, what's, what's your play tonight? You know, in betting, everybody says that. And I just, major plays, I, I, I don't know, it just came to me, it all fit. The Twitter handle uh, was available. I love the Z at the end. I think it just adds a little extra flair. Uh, Instagram was available. TikTok was available. I'm like, all right, this is it. So major plays it is. Uh, we, Like I said, we started doing NFL uh, podcasts, and then we kind of branched off, obviously, into betting more things. Um, and you know, the only way that we were kind of able to do it because I mean, it would be absolutely exhausting bringing a daily NBA show, NHL show. I mean, it's just so much going on right now. Uh, I came up with the idea with my, uh, co-founder LaPops, who's not with us tonight. Uh, he's in Virginia on a nice vacation, but maybe we can have him on later. Um, but, uh, I came up with the idea with him. I'm like, Hey, let's do a live show. Every Tuesday and Friday morning, it both worked for our schedules. Um, and I connected with Sharp Dimes, who is my co-host on that show. And he's just brought over a, a great audience. He's an excellent, excellent handicapper. The guy's unit is $1,000 a unit. <laughs> I mean, the guy is unbelievable. And, I saw and he was on a, until tonight, he was on a 12 tear. Oh, the boat plays. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Captain Dimes, I like to call him. <laughs> But yeah, man. Uh, so he's the co-host over there, and we just love uh, we love cutting it up with everybody. Our following's been growing. We finally hit 500 followers on Twitter. We just did that last night. Congrats! Uh, uh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Uh, 150 subs on on YouTube. Our NCAA uh, little giveaway kind of helped with that. It was kind oh, of yeah. one of the rules. Um, and yeah, so our our show is betting in the trenches right now live every Tuesday and Friday at 11 a.m. Central. And uh, we cut up the NBA card, NHL card, NCAA, uh, and baseball soon to be. So it, that's kind of the direction that we're uh, keeping things. Nice, nice. Um, yeah, I was following. You guys had a lot of good uh, NHL stuff on there. I, I don't do much NHL. I turned to the odds fathers for that. He's uh, he's all into it, him and Brian Rust. The Brian Rust. <laughs> yes. I yes. I can't wait for him to make some shirts and stuff on that. I'm definitely getting one. No doubt. <laughs> I told him one day, it, is, it was a time it didn't hit, but I go, if this hits, I'm buying a Brian Rust jersey with the money. <laughs> <laughs> you have no choice at this yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, at that point, it had hit like it hit like five times in a row, but I every time I forgot to bet it. And then, then I'm like, oh, of course, the time I bet it. <laughs> Yeah, it that seems that seems to be how it happens, man. Yeah. You know, you see like like sharp dimes, for example. You see the boat place are hitting, they're hitting, they're hitting. The minute I jump on it, it loses. Oh, yeah, on. yeah. Well, I always tell people too is especially when it's a capper that's you know you respect or you like or you know you know knows their stuff. Don't get me wrong, I love telling them when they're hot, but I'd rather tell them when they're on a losing streak because you know it's coming back. You're right. And when it comes back, it usually comes back pretty strong. It does. It does. The tail game is very interesting 
when I first came into uh, posting plays on Twitter, uh, I was basically just NFL at that point. My strong suits are NFL and NBA. I like. I would like to say that NHL has been good for me, but this season's been really, really weird with with the back to back. Sometimes the teams playing each other four times. I just cannot get a good beat on it. In the beginning of the season, I was pretty good, but as of right now, I, I mean, literally, I'm so cold they could skate on top of me. So, you know, so I've been, I was just focusing on that, but I was tailing other good cappers, great cappers on NCAA basketball, trying to get a good beat and NCAA football. And you can't just jump right in. You can't pick spots. You can't say, oh, I'm taking that one out of their three plays. You basically got to take all three and do it on a consistent basis to be able to see the return that they see. It's it, tailing's a tough game. People don't, I don't think realize that. Yeah. Yeah. No doubt. Um, especially when you don't, you don't have, like you said, a good grasp. So I was going to ask you, that was one of my questions. And since you kind of already touched on it, your favorite is NFL, NBA. Mm-hmm. That's happens to be my favorite. NFL is my, my go-to, but I don't know why I tell people for me, the, the randomness of professional sports, I have a better grasp on like, yeah. like tonight, for example, it didn't, it is, well, it probably didn't hit. They were down like 20 or something, but I, I took the heat tonight and I put out and I go, here's, here's what I'm seeing that I feel like the line Phoenix is playing way better than, than Miami is lately. And I know it's at in Miami, but the line's only minus one and a half for Phoenix. I feel like Vegas is trying to get people to jump on Phoenix. And I'm like, why? Well, let's see. And, and I broke down a couple things. I'm like, well, Miami's lost two home games in a row. What's the odds of, you know, a good team losing three home games in a row. Right. Doesn't mean that they can't, but I'm like, okay, we got that going. But then I'm like, oh, wait, let's think about big picture. Arizona's Phoenix is pretty much kind of still under whatever their, their COVID protocols are. Mm-hmm. My, Florida's open, right? Florida's, Florida's open. Miami might, might not be as open because I was reading some articles the other day that they were like arresting some people on the beach for yeah. too big of crowds for, for, uh, spring break or whatever. But I'm like, for the most part though, you can go not that far outside of Miami and, and, and it's open. So I'm, I'm like, you get these young, rich athletes flying into Miami, somewhat normal back to normal. Right. You tell me they're not going to be tempted. So I'm like, if anything, maybe we get a little sluggish Phoenix team out there tonight and we get a little more motivated Miami team. Now it didn't work out that way, but I mean, at least that's how I was seeing it. So I, that's how I like to go about looking at, and I feel it's easier to do that with professional sports than it is trying to figure out when a college team is going to come out flat. I agree wholeheartedly, man. This is this was my first year ever capping NCAA sports, and I really only got into it because I started the page. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a professional guy. I like to get attached to players. Uh, I like to follow the moves. And realistically, even when there are moves, it's not moves like NCAA. I mean, these guys are one and done. Sometimes they're two and done. You got new recruits coming in. It's And there's so many teams. It's so hard to keep up with. I, I've gradually started to get a little bit better. And hopefully by next season, I'll be a little bit more well-versed. But I'm right with you, man. I think uh, I think major league sports, professional sports is definitely an easier, uh, and some people would disagree with us, but I, to me and you, obviously, um, I think you could get better beats on it. I don't know. Maybe we're just accustomed to watching it. Maybe. I don't know. You know, and that's why I said, I always say there's so many different ways to make money in sports. If you're good at the, 
you know, college level, then that's your thing. And that's why I want someone that's good at that, that I can go to. I have no exactly. problem asking someone or watching someone and seeing what they're putting out and be like, okay, observing it and be like, mm, I think I could go with that, you know? Or I not. agree wholeheartedly, man. I did that the whole first half of uh, NCAA basketball this year. Uh, football, I didn't really touch much, but uh, my strategy was this. Let me pick four college teams that I'm going to cap on my own and then just observe. And I picked the Paul. I'm a Chicago guy. You can mm -hmm. probably hear from the accent, Italian. So, you know, I'm a Chicago guy. I picked the Paul, Loyola, Chicago. Shout out to Sister Jean, uh, Illinois, <laughs> and then Iowa. You know, I liked Iowa. I liked Garza. Uh, so I picked those four teams to cap this year. And my record with them was all right. But, I mean, you if you asked me about Kansas four or five weeks ago, I would say I don't know anything about them but their coach. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, then let's jump into let's jump right into the all of March madness, the chaos and everything, because here's how I, I this year I did not watch any college basketball. OK, barely little college basketball going into the tournament, because I feel like there is ways I know enough. I watched and bet enough tournaments to know there's some statistical things that can go in your favor. Like if mm -hmm. you just bet it, you're probably gonna be on the right side. Like Illinois, and I know you were high on Illinois from that that stream I watched of yet. Yeah, I, I'm like them losing to uh, Loyola. It was, I mean, it only happened one versus an eight nineteen since two thousand. It's like they're like thirty five and four straight up or something like that. And then it happens, right? And I'm like, well, I don't feel too bad about that because I had them winning it all. So I mean, I did too. So of course I'm gonna be, if I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna ride them all the way through. But there's so many different ways. I think the reason why I didn't study much this. This year's because last year take about two months. You know, once NFL Super Bowl ends up, I guess it's not really two months, six solid weeks before the tournament starts. And I just start studying, grinding, watching stuff, trying yeah. to get a feel for it. And I did that last year. And I man, I'm talking, I spent a lot of time and then they canceled the tournament. I'm like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> That's too much work for nothing. No return yeah, investment. Exactly. Yeah. So how's, really your, how's, that, man. how's your tournament going? Because me, I I I feel like this is something too because I, I noticed you and and I like to be I like to be contrarian contrarian um, with my picks and when everyone's on Loyola that first round with Georgia Tech and I'm like well Georgia Tech I know that their their best player is out but I'm like I'm just gonna fade everyone because that's I like to fade you know fade yeah. the public or fade even even if I see a bunch of smart people and they're all on it I'm like yeah and usually that works out not this time but I had a lot of those bad picks this time and but one thing I did notice and I'm only saying this because I saw you put something out I think yesterday was a pretty rough day for you in college oh. basketball right you oh. said the leans that you didn't go through like hit yeah. and whatnot I felt like because the first two days of the tournament were pretty good for me mm -hmm. first day definitely and then I, I don't, no matter who it is, I swear everyone I saw, you either have a, you have a really good day and the next day is just trash. Yeah. Right. I am right with you, man. I had a fantastic, let me pull up actually my record. I have it right here. My record the first day was unbelievable. I'm like, oh, okay. I get accustomed to college basketball. Yeah. I like this. <laughs> uh, I went one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight and one on, on, on plays that I posted day one. And then, like you said, day two, I went one and two. And then I got absolutely beat up day four. But, uh, yeah, I'm right with you, man. I've noticed that I had a better beat on that, uh, whatever those regions were, the first first day that played and then the third day. Those two were, were good, and the next couple days were bad for me. But 
Uh, I, I'm right with you, man. It, it, it's been tough. It's been a tough tournament. Yesterday absolutely destroyed me. I was on Ohio uh, plus five. And it doesn't matter what the analysis sometimes is. doesn't matter how much you re uh, research, look at the numbers, feel. Uh, you know, when, when your point guard goes one for 10 Preston for four points for the whole game, what are you going to do? And you know what? I heard something today about it because the, you know, big Ten's out and the big 10 was supposed to be the best, uh, conference. Right. And then I'm from, uh, Washington. So pack 12 mm -hmm. and I just know pack 12 every time I am, I always end up putting the pack 12 teams a little too far in my bracket than I should. And this year I go, no, they suck. They suck. Everyone tells me they suck. I believe it because they suck. And then look at them. They're, I think they there's only one team that's lost. Yeah. Colorado, killing right? it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. The Pac-12 is actually good. I mean, especially Oregon state winning the Pac-12 conference or yeah. And I was like, I was like, man, they, Oregon state's not that good. I mean, my Cougs beat them. Like, I know my kooks suck. And then, <laughs> of course. So, um, but one thing that I heard was, and if I, I actually would have studied a little bit, maybe I would have came across this, was I think the Big Ten, and one thing that we can learn about this is the Big Ten only kind of played each other this year. So maybe they looked really good against each other, but then that makes me, you know, a little learning lesson here. And I'm like, okay, so. I need to make sure next year when we see a team that's hyped up, let's see what their out of conference schedule is, or even they even played it. If they just beat up on each other, then, you know, maybe they aren't as good as we think. You're right. Yeah. I, you know, I didn't even really look into that too much. Obviously I did uh, watch the big 10 because of Illinois. I watched every single one of their games. Uh, and then Loyola, I'm forgetting what conference they're in. Um, but I watched those conferences. Uh, but you know, with COVID and everything like that, man, it's such an odd year in sports, you mm -hmm. know, and the schedules are all messed up. Some things that we might pick up and say, okay, we got to watch out for next year might not even come into play at all next year. You know, it might go back to how it used to be. So now we got to go back to our notes from two, three years ago. All the players are different. Might be some coaching changes. It's like starting over. So, I mean, Plus, I'm I feel like I'm getting into it a good time. I, I don't have nothing to look back yeah. on. <laughs> Plus the just pure randomness, right? Yeah. There's yeah, always man. that factor too. You're yeah. right. You're right. I mean, man. I still, I don't feel bad about, I mean, I put out to like all my followers or the people that are on my Patreon. I, I, I'm like, I'm sorry, you know, Sunday, I, I bet these two. So I'm in there with you on these. Yeah. Right? And I, I, if anything, I always tell people it's not about, I mean, if you make some money, that's nice. I'm like, it's as a capper, as, as someone that puts your picks out there, you just want to be right. You know? Yeah. You want to beat the odds and be right. Like when um, Nick did that uh, last month, that 200 to one parlay hit, I go, that is awesome. I go, but it doesn't matter how much money you put on that. You know, whether you put a dollar, $10, hundred, it doesn't matter. I mean, the money's nice, but the fact that you beat the odds by 200 to one, you know what I mean? That name yeah. a better feeling. It, it, you can't, you really can't. And I've really noticed that, you know, I'm not mad that I lost so much because I understand it. You know, it's, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. You're going to have losing nights. Last night I was down 10 units tonight. I came right back. The nuggets cash three units. I got the Pelicans, uh, first half day cash. You know, I'm going to be at about plus six units today, hopefully, you know, so I understand that, but the more you put out picks, the more following you get, the more people jump on and, and see what you're doing. You just want to be right for them. You want to mm -hmm. be right for your for your followers. You want to just say, like you said, it doesn't matter if I put a dollar on it. And mm -hmm. I wish some of these bets I did just put a dollar on it. <laughs> but you know, you want you just want to be right. Mm -hmm.
especially yeah. in this position. Well, yeah. And, and, and for me, I was like, I, I did a special on my Patreon. I'm trying to create the following there. And I had like 14 new members last week. And I'm like, okay, we had a good first day, decent second day. It was still positive. And then the third day was just terrible. And I'm like, I mean, I know they're not going to beat me up for it for having Illinois lose, right? And and, and yeah, because they were in a bunch of different parlays and teasers that I give out. That I usually don't do too much of the. I like to put them down there and be like, "Hey, disclaimer: these aren't smart to bet." But for those of you degenerates like myself that like to go for that fifteen to one, you know, let's, yeah. uh, here's what I would do. <laughs> You're but, right. You know, I had so many new people. I'm like, I, I know they're not. I'm beating myself up more than than they probably are. But I'm like, I still feel bad. You know, they're they're new to following. Yeah, exactly, man. I I feel the exact same way. I don't have a a Patreon. We I we don't sell picks. I I don't I don't feel that we're personally ready to do that. Um, and I just want to get the following up and give as much free content as we possibly can do. I've kind of decided to you go know, that route. You know what? I I was that route too mm-hmm. until a couple weeks ago. I've been that yeah. route for over two years. I mean, uh, uh, the Odds Father and then uh, Maddie covers. They they all tell me about their VIP list and the people that follow their picks. And I'm like. You know what? I'm just going to create a Patreon and I'm going to try to get a following. I'm going to put some picks out there. And I'm like, because, you know, it helps. It helps if, you know, someone gives you $5 a month or $15 a month. It helps because, because one, you can develop a quick relationship with them. You have, you can message them right there if they have any questions. You get more personal with your audience. But then, two, it's like that, that little bit of money adds up. And then I start using it to, you know, expand equipment, expand the show, you know, start doing things like this, take my time to edit these videos, you know, cut these videos up and stuff like that. So I, I, it was, I was surprised that there was more. I was shocked actually when, I, like, like, like I said, 14 people last week joined. I'm like, holy cow. I'm yeah. grateful for all of them, but I was but- surprised. That's great, man. Congrats. I, I, I love that. I, I absolutely love watching everybody succeed. I mean, you, you're killing it. Odds father's killing it. Maddie covers the man's got an app. I mean, the guy's on another level and, you know, sharp dimes, who's my co-host and, and, uh, you know, Midwest Mike, uh, who's came on betting in the trenches a few times. Uh, you know, I just want, I love watching all you guys succeed. And, you know, for you guys that have VIP and sell picks, I hope that, I hope that list grows. I hope it keeps going. And, you know, we'll soon be there with you guys. We're soon going to be able to do that. I just don't feel that I'm ready personally as a capper. And yeah. I think that that's just a self-awareness thing uh, with pressure. me. And there's a lot of pressure there. And I don't want to be refunding people. I don't want to jump the gun. Uh, mm-hmm. So when I feel that I'm ready, I think we'll be going to be able to take the brand into that next step. But that's as awesome. of right now, it's just content. And, you know, uh, my main goal with with what we're doing is this is a community major plays is a community like mm-hmm. you you want to build and bring other guys on your your podcast your channel your page we want to do the exact same thing and surround ourselves with cappers that are better than us because mm-hmm. you don't get better at things surrounding yourself with people that are, are less talented than you are with, with this stuff you got to exactly. surround yourself with people that have more knowledge more resources what's your angle how do you do things and, mm-hmm. you know, you learn from everybody and, and that's, that's the biggest thing with what we're trying to do is surround ourselves with excellent, excellent people. They somehow love us. I, I, I you know, <laughs> even you asked me to do this show. I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, all right. Yeah, this sounds great. You know, well, somehow they love us. We give a little bit of personality. Hopefully people respond well to that and you know, the picks will come. Yeah. And, and one thing I liked about your stream too, and I, I was obnoxiously 
commenting throughout it because I, I like when there's that interaction because then you can yeah. pull up the comment and talk to people because what I want, like th that's why I, I prefer to do a lot of the stuff now live stream as much as we can. When I get, uh, I get Chris Farley on, I get the odds fathers on, I like to just do them live. I'm, I'll, I'll have you and, and your uh, uh, co-host on sometime. If you guys want to come back, we can do a live one because it's fun to interact with great. people. And, and what I'm, what, what we're working on right now is building this channel, building the following leading up because like I've said, football is my favorite sport and you go, you get on, you hop on here and I, you like in football, imagine this, you hop on here, you bring a couple guys on, whoever wants to come on, you fire up live two hours before kickoff. Everyone start asking questions. What do you got? Yeah. You know, fantasy questions, betting questions, you know, whatever. I mean, how fun would that be? It'd be great. I mean, not, not only would we have a blast, but everybody watching is going to have a blast. I mean, instead of turning on Fox, your you know your pregame, yeah, they got some nice little interviews on there. But you can catch that on Twitter. Jump on our live show and ask some questions that these uh, you know the people getting paid millions on the networks aren't going to aren't going to answer for you. Yeah, and I just think it'd be great. You know, I, I absolutely love, like you said, I love the live interaction. We started off just recording the shows and then posting them, uh, but you know that requires a lot for the viewer. Who are these guys? Let me click yeah. the link. Let, you know, uh, oh, you know, oh my, uh, you know, the kids uh, saying, "Hey, hey, come play with me." Turns the video off, or you know, you're driving, you can't really listen to it. Whatever. Uh, the live thing is so great because fe people feel like they're a part of the show. Yep. And that's the biggest thing: that interaction, bringing people in, and we're not just doing this to you know, talk amongst ourselves. Even though we have a blast doing it, we're doing it for everybody else that wants to. You know, they enjoy our input. And it's great having them interact because they feel a part of what we're doing. And then also for those that can't happen to catch it, it still is up there if you want to watch it later. You know, it's still. Exactly. Still and, and they might see, hey, you know, uh, look I'll, I'll, how, look at everybody interacting. I got to make sure I'm free during this time. I want to throw in some questions. So exactly. I, I'm, I'm right with you, my man. Right yeah. With you. Or, I mean, also, too, watching it, you know, someone might ask a question that you post up there that one of your other viewers wouldn't have thought of, or was like, Oh, Hey, that's a good idea. It's just, it's fun. Like, building a little community. That's why yeah. I like when I post picks and stuff like that, I'm like, I don't want to just give you my picks. I want to post my picks and then someone argue why one's wrong and see if you can change my, I'm, if you convince me, I'll change my pick. Yeah. <laughs> or I'll say, Hey, we got a bet. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, best of luck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it, man. I love the interaction. Uh, it's why we started what we wanted to do. Uh, you know, me and my, uh, co-founder LaPops, I mean, we watch sports since, you know, we were kids, obviously, you know, I've grown up watching sports, playing sports. And, you know, the, the main idea that I came up with was, you know, I'm by a buddy's house. We're all drinking beer, talking sports. What's your bets tonight? What's this? I'm like, this is a show yeah. we're entertaining. We have personalities that people might actually like to interact with. Let's do it. No one wanted to come with me, but LaPops, all right, let's go, buddy. Yeah. And we started it up, and, uh, you know, it's just it, – it's been a blast starting. We've only been doing it a couple months, um, and I'm just really blessed and excited that we have 500 followers, and it's just growing, and it seems every time we do a show, it gets better. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just having a blast with it, man. I really yeah, you am. guys, you guys are fun. You guys definitely have personality. It's a great show. And, I like, I tell my wife, I'm like – 
I'm going to do this anyways. If no one watches, it doesn't yeah. matter to me. I'm doing it. <laughs> you yeah. know, if someone gets some entertainment off of it, if some, you know, if what I'm doing here, if, if people like it, catch on, great. You know, great. That's what I like, two years ago I was driving up to my my wedding and I was like, I don't know why on the drive. I, I was listening to actually, I remember what I was listening to. It was um uh you know Jordan Belfort. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, it was his first episode of his podcast. Like it just mm -hmm. came out. So I, I had like a two hour drive. So I put it on and the guy was talking about like ideas and stuff like that. And he's like, you can create a business and you don't need to spend any money other than maybe having a laptop, like you free social media is like going through all these things. And it like popped in my head. I go is I, I got married in July. So, you know, we were approaching football season. I'm like, I do all this work of like writing down notes. I've got an engineering pad right here of stuff that I write down, right? Because I just I love this stuff, and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna let's start a podcast. You know, like I'm just gonna do it and record what I like, and we'll see what goes from there. Because I do it anyways. You're right, and you know, a, a lot of the greatest things start like that. I'm just gonna do it. Yeah. You know, and, and there's so many people, believe it or not, that are like us that we might actually give inspiration for them to start something because they're like, man, I always wanted to do that. I see these guys doing it. They started from zero followers. Why can't I? And then they go out and do that. So, you know, I, as long as you're having fun with it, man, passionate exactly. about it. Um, and you know, you, even, even if you don't have the personality or something, you know, it, it, there's so many different media outlets that you could start a business on. You could start a blog. You could do many, many different things. Then coming on the videos, I know Sharp Dimes, he always talks about this. There's so many cappers that hide behind a logo that, you know, they don't put their face out there and stuff like that. And they just do what they do and props to them. That's not their outlet, but they're killing it selling picks. They're killing it doing their outlet. Everybody has their own medium. And uh, I just, I love being able to connect with everybody. That's what they're doing and connect with guys like you that are also putting their face out here, doing a show It's a lot of work goes into it, the editing, yeah. the, the equipment. Um, and you know, I, it's just props, props to us. Little round yeah. of applause for us. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and you know, even if you're not the best at it, like, like you said, maybe you don't like being in front of the camera. I know my, my, my guy, Matty covers, he goes, I need to do more of these cause I'm, I, I need to get better with them. But you got like, you just go pair up with someone like myself and uh, like the odds father, him and I, when I first talked, I'm like, Oh my God, we're both chatty Cathy's. Like we, yeah. we can, we can go on and on. I get it. I sense it from you. You could just talk oh, about yeah. uh, name, a game. name a game. You, Let's go. You basically, I gotta be asleep to shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm constantly talking. If I talk over you, I apologize. It's just my nature. Yeah. No, no, that's awesome. So with uh, March Madness, anything else, anything you want to talk about it? You, uh, I'm thinking about entering um, just for fun. I saw like Bet Online has a, a, a restart your bracket type of deal. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually like doing that. that. Yeah, I'm doing that with a couple of my buddies. Uh, I probably won't do it on a site. I'll probably just write it down because yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I already have that ESPN thing going, and that that bracket's depressing enough. So you I don't do need anything else. Under do, are you a multiple bracket or a one one bracket? I used to be. This year, I just did one. I didn't want it distracting me too much. I literally only entered one contest. Well, I'm in my own, but obviously I can't win that. Yeah. So, you know, I only entered one. There's a little $10 one, but the guy has like tons of people joined. So the pot is actually pretty good if you win. Uh, but that, that was busted, you know, once Illinois lost, but 
Uh, as far as March Madness for me, my my big watch, and I'm rooting for Loyola Chicago, man. There you go. I love them. I have loved them all year. They were my little cover machines. I, I call them my little Loyola doctors out there. They're just so <laughs> fundamentally sound, man. They pass the ball, hard defense. They could pretty much score at will. I mean, they good shooters, good inside game. And uh, the thing you know, I noticed just from watching them against uh, Illinois, they are well coached and they oh. are very smart. They're very smart situationally. And I go, oh, like at halftime, I go, they're not coming back. I go, my pick's done. Yeah, and I remember us us uh, tweeting back and forth with each other. I'm like, man, it's Loyola plus seven or nothing because I just I could not back Illinois there, and it killed me to do it because both of those teams were so good to me all year, and I was uh, I, I couldn't I couldn't bet it. I actually didn't bet it. I, I just had to watch because it was just so nerve wracking for me. I love both teams. Me, I'm like I'm like, dude, this is. I mean, don't get me wrong. Illinois is more talented team, right? Oh, like, and I'm by like, far. I'm like, I'm not gonna try to fight this too much. I'm just gonna lay it. I'm like, I got this team winning at all. If they yeah. end up eking this one out, okay. But I did not see them getting uh, suffocated by that defense. Yeah, they didn't, make, I, they didn't make any adjustments. Nothing. And you know what? I I just I think that they came in there thinking we're a talented bunch. We are favorited. We won the Big Ten tournament, and our talent's gonna get us through it. I didn't like that they didn't press. They should have pressed a lot earlier. Uh, Kofi has a hard time getting up and down the floor. So maybe that's why they didn't press. Um, you know, AO had a terrible, terrible game. I mean, that defense was eating him alive. He couldn't keep, he couldn't keep the ball in his hands. He kept getting it knocked away. And, uh, you know, sometimes, especially in this tournament, obviously I've watched it every single year since I've been a kid, just haven't bet it. Sometimes it's just the will to win the heart, the passion, the underdog. And Viola realistically is not an underdog. They, I know they're an eight seed, but they were ranked pretty high in, in some of the high end, uh, you know, rankers out there. They were ranked like eighth or ninth. And, you know, uh, I remember when they made that run in 2018, they were, they were not ranked that high. So, I mean, they've been flying under the radar. Obviously, they don't play in a big conference, and I'm rooting for them and Sister Jean all the way. See, what I like to do strategy-wise is I like to find that eight seed that isn't like isn't like uh Iola. I it's 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 like it's a brand name a team that clearly has talent they're branding they just had a bad year but they got a young group of freshmen and what worked well for me was like a few years back like Kentucky was an eight seed and they made the finals I had them yeah. winning it but I like to take a brand name because I'm like they've got the talent it's six games like anything can happen like they're not going to, they're going to get low. You know, people are going to be like, oh, they had a bad year, but this is one tournament. Let's see what can happen. And my, mm -hmm. my, my uh, pick with that this year was uh, my surprise to make, um, well, make the Elite Eight was UNC because of how mm -hmm. well they played in the ACC tournament. Yeah, they lost to, lost to Florida State, but they, they put up like 90 points, 80 points. And then Florida State, they came out first half and only had like 24, but then they came out fire in second half. I'm like, okay, this team can score. So I was like, I'm like, if there's a team that can like outshoot, like if they can get hot, they can outshoot Wisconsin, Baylor, and then maybe make it to the Elite Eight. Didn't happen that way, but that's how I like try to find find those little little pieces. This year it just happens to be all the smaller schools, it seems like, or the not not so common schools yeah. that made it this far. You're right, man. And I actually my I actually had a strategy going in uh, with betting the first couple of days that ended up working out for me. Just like you said, like everybody was fading Villanova. 
hammer it <laughs> name yeah. brand they have one they have, and sharp dimes actually he was like man cal calm down i was i was getting in with the public i'm like fade villanova he's like calm down name brand uh these people are this team is well coached they have one injury let's not jump the gun and here they are you know cashing uh both games for me so I was I was pretty happy with them, but I had that same strategy. What's where's that name brand that everybody seems to fade? And Kansas was one of them. The first mm -hmm. game, everybody wanted Kansas out, and you know you got to take them because it's a name brand. Even if you lose, you're like, okay, I lost on Kansas. Big wolf, I, one unit I, spot at least. I only took Eastern because it's from here, and uh, I knew they could shoot. I mean, clearly yeah. it was it was close in the beginning. I'm like they they could they can keep up if they're on. Uh, but obviously Kansas is so talented. I, I didn't have Kansas going any further than, than after the first round anyway. So I was like, I'm going to take a flyer on, on Eastern just cause. Are you talking about Eastern Washington? Yeah. Yeah. I had them. I had them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had them on the spread. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what to expect from this. Uh, I kind of want to, I kind of want to say that we go back to the norm. Like we go back to, okay, we've had our fun, but there's some like favorite. I'm like, are the favorites going to, you know, go back to how it should be, or are we going to continue this run? I don't know. I mean, are you going to jump on the Oral Roberts train? No, no, <laughs> no, because I like Arkansas. I had Arkansas in the Final Four, so. Yeah, they're a good team. They, they they're, they're a really good team. I'm, I'm going to pull up the bracket now. Uh, you know who I think, you know who I, I, I think, or I would like to see? I think Gonzaga makes it to the Final Four easy, easy. No doubt. Um, they have to. Yeah, they they play so they can play so fast. They can get down and they, it doesn't even phase them. But I yeah. would love to see and in, in the final four, Alabama and Gonzaga because the way the tempo of those that game, if they're both scoring, that could be so much fun. Be the eighties, nineties type of type of game. I agree wholeheartedly, man. I sadly that was one of my leans that didn't cash yesterday. I loved FSU. I loved Alabama, but I had one of those days that nothing seemed to be going my way. And I just stopped. I go, I'm stopping. I'm cutting my losses. And I should have done that because FSU would have cashed. Alabama would have cashed. And the Clippers would have cashed. And I would but not I have wanted to tell my minutes. audience because I just talked and I put it out there. I go, Hey, what you did is smart. You're like, Hey, I'm not going to, I'm not going to double up my afternoon bets. I'm not going to change anything. I'm just going to stop because I wouldn't have bet these anyways. And I don't feel full in. And that's the best thing people can take from this is yeah. don't force it. Because more times than not, you're not going to be right. Exactly. And when nothing seems to be falling your way, sometimes you just, you get, I, I have been victim to chasing later in the day too many times that I'd like to admit to. So I'm going to, you know, sit here and say, I made the smart move, but oh, is it depressing when you wake up at like 4 a.m., thirsty, you go get a drink of water, you check the scores, and you're like, oh, gosh. Yeah. I would have been minus like two units on the day. Yeah. But I'm I'm right with you though. Alabama and Gonzaga would be a blast, mm -hmm. a blast to watch. I think uh, I think an upset that I'm going to go with. I don't know if it's an upset because the spread's not that bad. But I think Florida State's going to give uh, Michigan some some give them a game. I think they could beat them. I do too, man. I actually had LSU beating uh, Michigan, and they came kind of close. They just went cold in that last uh, part of the game there. So I I like Florida State as well. Especially as as weak as we've seen the Big Ten, so maybe Michigan, not. I don't get me wrong; they're talented, but maybe not as much as we thought. They're a deep team, but they they have those two key injuries, those two mm -hmm. key players that are out. And I think as you get to these later rounds, playing these uh, really really good teams, 
I think you're going to, you're going to see that because they're going to be looking for those players that they normally would have. Um, I, I'm a hundred percent with you on that pick. You jumping on um, Oregon USC. Who are you going with? Mm, I gotta go Oregon, man. I, they came out see, unbelievably firing see, against Iowa. Here's where, where I think everyone, I think that's a public view. And so I, cause I felt the same way. I'm like, Oregon, Oregon. Okay. They're, they're on fire. And so I go, okay, wait, stop. Let's see what happened when they played each other this year. So I went back. They only played once USC won by 14. I go, okay, well, why did they win by 14? Let's see what happened. Did Oregon shoot bad? You know? And so I went and looked. And so uh, USC shot 47% from three. I'm like, versus Oregon's 41. I'm like, okay, maybe there, but then some things that make me like USC, USC out rebound them by double digits. They had more points in the paint. They had like all these other stats of like, oh, so unless Oregon shoots the lights out, USC is the better team. And I know they're the favorite. And I think I'm going to end up having to go with USC just because of the matchup clearly from the first game. I know it's just one game, but it seems like they won the more important uh, statistical categories. If I'm not mistaken, USC has uh, free throw problems, correct? Yeah, they do. I think that that could come into into play. You get to these later later games. I mean, you know, I understand. What do you think about the college five foul rule? I I always like to ask this question to to different cappers. What's that rule? What's that rule? Well, well, it's only five. It's only five opposed to the NBA obviously being six. I think they got to change it. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. I think they got to change it. I'll tell you why. Because I, I just the, the NCAA has turned into the you know the 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 minor leagues for the NBA, you know, and I understand it's only two halves, there's less time or whatever, but I mean, you know, you, you there's games, especially in the Big Ten. You had Garza in, in, in the Big Ten tournament, you had Garza and Kofi sitting out in the final couple minutes of that game when it's on national television. You don't think with betting being legalized and stuff like that, they want to see the best players out there. I think the foul trouble gets in, in into, you know, I, I, it plays too much of a factor, but I think it could back to what you were saying about USC. I think that that could play a factor, man. If they could, if they don't hit their free throws, I don't know. You said foul, right? Yeah. Okay. I thought you said something else. So I was confused for a second, but no foul. I, I agree because I, I think I saw the other day, um, some kid got like two accidental fouls in the beginning of the first half, like with, within the first three minutes, he's out. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I'm at least make it six. Cause then he can come back in 10 minutes or whatever, just be a little more conservative. Like you take two out. That's your, you know, best player out there. That's, that's got a, or one of your better, one of your starters. That's got to be on the bench now. I agree. I agree wholeheartedly, man. It, I, 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 a couple people weren't on my side with that. So I, I'm glad, I'm glad I got one guy. <laughs> Part of me is as a coach, I would just be like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to let him play. And if this dude fouls out the beginning of the second half, I mean, right? Like, yeah. The problem is, is when it's Garza and he's 80% of the damn offense and he somehow, you know, gets three fouls real early. All right. Now, now, now what does Iowa got to do? You know, you got people betting on this game, which they obviously don't care about, but you know, they got people betting on this game. You got TV networks. You mm-hmm. got, you got a lot of things. And, you know, I just think that it's, it's time it changes because the league is obviously changing. The NBA is changing. Uh, and, you know, why are they playing high school rules? The whole idea is you have less fouls, so you learn not to foul. You learn to play the game the right way. 
Yeah. Don't you think these high-end athletes who arguably should be paid for what they do? Yeah. Are don't you think they've learned enough? You know. Plus, I mean, it's so so crushing there to to the kids, right? I mean, it's so crushing. I mean, yeah. Like, hey, I'm, I got to go sit on the sideline now and, and watch my team, you know, potentially fall behind or lose without me. And I don't know. And, and the way the and the and the I always call them the zebras. The way the zebras call fouls these days is nuts. Sometimes they don't even touch the kids. Yeah, and there's sometimes, and usually when I'm on one side and they don't call the foul, I'm like, "How's that not a foul?" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Yeah." Then you want the tic tac y foul. I like sitting there at work. It's it's up in the corner. Where I'm like, it's not even like that. We're just gonna let that play. <laughs> You're right, man. I'm right with you. I'm right with you. <laughs> Uh, okay, one more topic I wanted to talk about. Ooh, what do we got here? Um, so do you are you a volume better or a selective better? Mm, that's a very, very good question. Um, I used to be a selective better, and I've started to go back into that. And I'll tell you why I changed. I changed out of pure peer pressure of being on Twitter. The minute I started getting on Twitter and following great handicappers like Midwest Mike, or, you know, odds fathers even could be some high volume days. I started to be like, okay, I got to match these guys. You know, I got to get in with, I got to have a lot of bets on my card, yada, yada, yada. That did not work out. <laughs> Maybe the NFL I can do because mm -hmm. I really, really know those teams. And you can go to 12 o'clock slate, three o'clock, and then the night games, right? But other than that, like NBA, I, I, in our NHL, I got eaten alive when I tried to go real high volume. There's some days like, day one of the uh, NCAA tournament, everything was hitting and I just kept firing, firing, firing. And luckily it paid off. But right now, and, and how I'd like to keep it is I'd like to say that I'm a selective better and uh, to limit myself from falling peer pressure to these high end volume cappers because they are on another level and maybe someday I'll get there. But right now it is, it is, that is not the case. I'm a hundred percent with you. I, I myself am selective. I, now there are times like this last weekend, I feel it's okay to make, make some parlays, make some bigger bets, make, make more bets. I mean, there's, you know, 32 games in the first round. How are you not going to have at least eight picks, you know, like, like, there's so many games, so many different ways to go with it. I think it's fine. And then today I put out and I go, Hey, I'm going back to being selective because this weekend's over. And I was, I gave three NBA picks. That I really like two that I'm like, go a little lighter on. So five picks, even then I usually don't do five, mm -hmm. but my follower, a couple of my followers commented. They're like, Oh, we love seeing you going back to be selective. I'm like, Oh, okay. I mean, I feel I'm better that way. But like mm -hmm. you said, if, if it was football, maybe I'd feel a little bit better on it. Um, even with football though, there's some weekends. I'm like, mm, nope, no, no, yeah. I, I, I'm going to go with this one game and we'll see what happens. You're right. I I'm the exact same way, man. Is uh, when you get to that middle part of the season, it gets very, very tricky. I really like to make a lot of money in the last couple weeks of the NFL and then playoffs and the first couple weeks of the NFL. Cause you know, the good teams coming in, you know, they're going to win. You just know it. And I, I've, I, this year I actually hit a, uh, the, the bubble, the NBA bubble is coming. I hit an eight team 
uh, parlay. 50 bucks, it paid out like 500. It nice. had all, all NFL, it was week one, all NFL week one, and then I had the Lakers. And if you remember that game when AD hit the three at the end <laughs> of the game, the buzzer beater, I had him on the money line. I was going nuts. I ran around my kitchen just, yes, yes. I was awesome. going nuts. But I, I'm right with you, man. I think selective is is honestly the way to go. Um, but you know, if you can do volume, do it, you know, it, well, and, and probably with people following picks as well, you know, uh, bankroll, you gotta be able to have the bankroll to, 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 uh, you know, do the volume stuff unless you're going to go lower, lower units. Yeah. And that's, that's the thing too, is like, it's nice. It's flashy on Twitter when you show a card and you've got like eight greens, two reds, right. Yeah. And you're like, and people like. I am that, but like today I boasted and I got a lot of likes and stuff on it. I like my biggest bet of the day that I gave out was uh Pelicans minus two first quarter hit. And I go, there we go. And I feel like where I'm at, cause I do these write-ups every morning when I send out those picks is, is I explain why I really like these two. And then I'll list a couple others and maybe list a couple parlays. And then if mm-hmm. one of those parlays hits, you just kind of screenshot it, tweet it out. I'm like, Hey, look at this. Exactly. I love that. I I've stayed away from parlays. I know I hit that big one and I've hit a, I've hit a good amount of big ones. Um, but I was just getting eaten alive. You know what I, you know what I had? Yeah, you can. I mean, that's why you don't, I don't bet anything crazy. Like the one I had today was a $20 one. I was like $20 for four leg. I like like three to four leg. Yeah. Those are doable. Yeah. Those are doable. Yeah. And me, I'm one that likes to hedge out of things. I'm all about, um, take the profit. So if I can hedge out to where I'm guaranteed a profit, I don't care. Got to go with it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, one thing I found out, and I, I want to get—I don't know if we, I want to get your side of this—is I I had a lot of success this football season. I started betting teasers. Yeah. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because I know you're better off teasing a dog up in the NFL. Um, but like, and when I say I'm hitting I, each week of my podcast, I put out um, 10 teasers that I like. I'm not saying put them all together, although I did. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm, I was hitting eight, nine out of 10 for the first 13 weeks of the season. Like I was just on a roll. And like, and, and I, I did, like I said, I put like, I would do like six or eight, eight leg teasers and they yeah. hit. I'm like, oh, I don't, I'm like, I know this is not sustainable, but I'm like, why am I having <laughs> success with this right now? So that's yeah. something before this next football season, I'm going to go back and look and study, but I don't know. What, what do you think about that? Did you, do you do any teasers or anything like that with the NFL? This was the first year I dabbled with them as well. Uh, and I did have success with them. I, I think that, like you said, uh, teasing up the dogs, very, very, um, you know, if you're getting, unless it's the New York Jets. <laughs> Let's just the Jets. You can, I, got you burned, can, I got burned by time against Seattle. I'm like, oh, 25. And then it was like down 25 at half. And I'm like, yeah, you're done. You're, you're just done. You can't, you can't touch the Jets. Even if you're a fan, you, they even know but unless it's them, unless it's them. I mean, you could tease a dog who's, you know, plus 10 or 11. A lot of them against like, uh, a lot of success against Kansas city. I mean, mm-hmm. they weren't covering regular dog spreads and now you're going to give me, you know, seven more points, six more points against Kansas city. It was almost a lock for me in teasers all year because it was like, they're just not covering regular spreads, let alone give me six more points. I pivoted one team that I, I had success with Kansas city, especially they didn't cover the last like eight games of the season. Um, 
I was on Dallas in the beginning of the season and even teasers weren't covering with them. And then I pivoted and I started make, making it up um, against Dallas. I don't know why there was just one of those teams that was good to, it doesn't matter how big of a favorite the other team was, just tease them down. <laughs> Gotta fade them. <laughs> Especially without Prescott. Oh. oh, yeah. Andy Dalton, can't believe he's a Chicago Bear. I'm not a Bears fan. I'm from Chicago, not a Bears fan. I just all right. I'm not. I'm not a Seahawks fan. So I mean, Trubisky to Dalton. They might as well start me. I might try out. (laughs) Well, uh, how about those memes that were going around? um, uh, What was expectations? And it was like Russell Wilson, and then reality. (laughs) (laughs) To be a diehard Bears fan, that a season ticket holder, people who are really invested into the team. For the amount of years that that team is not, that franchise is not at a quarterback. And let's be honest, Jim McMahon, you know, my dad showed me the 85 Bears, obviously one of the best defenses ever. Uh, you know, even Jim McMahon, he was a, he was a suitable guy for that team, but he wasn't a, a game breaker. He wasn't a Montana or a Marino. This team has never had anybody really with talent besides Jay Cutler, and he didn't care what he was doing. All he cared about was his fat paycheck and going home to his wife. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I don't know it to be a bears fan right now. I, I, I don't sympathize cause I, I laugh really, but, <laughs> but, uh, it's gotta be bad. Yeah. Be bad. Yeah. Uh, I, one question I was gonna ask you about the volume versus selective better is just from what I've watched sharp dimes is more selective. Yes. Very, very much. So that's what very I, that's what so. I was picking up when I was, I was hearing. Cause I remember him, someone asked him a question cause I don't know. I don't, I, I have no opinion on this game. I was like, oh, okay. yeah, he's he he is like that. He is like that. He loves I like that. Shots. I like that. Yeah. And, and it, it obviously, it, you know, it, it pays off for him. He's able to bet the amount that he he bets and uh, he's able to be successful. And, you know, I think the there's only, a lot, lot to say about being selective. The only thing that sucks about selective is if when you go cold, it's like if you lose three in a row and you're only given one pick a day, that's three days in a row and you just start. <laughs> eating yourself up inside and just, yeah, you know, and it's like, God, you're right. <laughs> it's especially with posting, man. Yeah. I, I finally got my first, uh, my first hate tweet. I, I, I guess, I guess it's kind of good though. Cause they're noticing us. They're noticing what we're doing. Exactly. And I was super respectful. I was like, all right, man, you know, you'll be back. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, if you're following someone, even if it, us, anyone that we respect, you know this game, you're going to go on a losing streak. And that's why I said in the beginning of this, I like going on people, guys that I know know their stuff. When they're on a bad losing streak, I'm tailing now. Because yeah. I know that thing's going to come back to the, the norm and maybe even above. You're right. I, I never looked at it like that, but you're 100% correct, man. All right, man. We're approaching an hour. I don't want to take too much of your time. This was a lot of fun. Is anything else you want to you want to talk about, or? Oh, I just want to thank you for Anybody? having me, man. Uh, thank you for having yeah. me. I I am down to cover what any any topic you want. I'm down to come on anytime. Uh, I would love to have you, uh, Odds Fathers, uh, Maddie Covers. I'd love to have you guys all on, or just individually on betting in the trenches. If we can make that happen, I think it'd be fantastic. Um, and just thank you for having me, man. I'm down anytime, anytime to, uh, talk it up with you. Awesome. Well guys, you can follow him Twitter at major underscore plays with a Z shows betting in the trenches. He's got a YouTube channel 
Go follow him. I do. I love their stuff. I appreciate you taking the time coming on and I can't wait to do it again. Thank you so much, man.